0: Cardiff Electric, the, the most famous podcast in the world today. Cardiff Electric, he's so cool, come out and play. He's the guy all the other guys are jealous of. Cause he's the guy that all the girls wanna be with. Uh huh. Cardiff Electric, the most famous podcast in the world today. He's got great guests on his show, like Dr. Steve and some other people. We love you, Cardiff. Hey, it's your old pal, Dr. Steve, from Weird Medicine, and you're listening to the world-famous Cardiff Electric Podcast, one of the most famous podcasts on the Internet today.
1: Hey, it's Joe DeRosa, and you're
2: listening to the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network. Hey,
0: Hey,
1: Mark Norman here, and you're listening to Cardiff Electric Podcast Network, number two after Joe Rogan. Yes, they also hate vaccines and love the N-word. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll see you in hell. Comedy.
3: Uh, you're familiar with Who Are These Podcasts, right, Zia?
4: Yes, yeah. We had one. Of, we had the guy on Chip, I think.
3: Oh, yeah, you had know. Carl on Chip. Yeah,
4: okay. yeah, we had Carl on Chip, yeah. So there's, my- there's
3: like a side piece to it, a, a spinoff or something along mm-hmm. those lines guy uh goes under the name cardiff electric and i've, heard th- I've seen that name he does somewhere. little features for carl's thing and then he has these weird interviews and he's got the uh the unabomber voice to scrambler thing on him okay. so you don't know who he got is and so i guess he does a podcast and dr steve went on his podcast a long time ago and he said it was really fun and really bizarre and he's like you should do it and the guy asked me to do it and he i think he asked gittles to do it too and uh, he's there in the room so he, he thinks that i'm dodging his podcast but when he wants to do it he tells me he's like i can do two two p.m on a on a tuesday i'm we're working it's like i don't have, I, I, I i want i would do his i would entertain this but i'm at work i can't just sit there and go all right i gotta wait for uh in hot water starting so i'm gonna have to just go out in the hallway and do this podcast while uh you know everything else is going on so if it was another time i said i would gladly do his podcast but uh if he's still in the room hell maybe we'll just throw him on in here and let and let him do that that can be and he can just take the audio and, and uh, make his own thing there uh adam is saying cardiff's been doing great lately the song parodies were awesome yes there's a there's a, a jingle contest that i've been made aware of going on on who are these podcasts and um i i give it my full stamp of approval so we'll just leave it at that all right well find now that gonna, go we'll to,
4: find that after the show ends <laughs> yeah go over to who
3: are these podcasts and uh and you can check all of that out yo can you hear us
2: cardiff How's life in the fast lane, dog? Hello. What's How up, dude? You? Doing good, man. You know, I'm glad to see that you're here. You know, recording this podcast with us. We're about to record our podcast right after this. You know what I'm saying?
5: I thought we were doing your podcast.
2: Oh, Okay, you want to you get on our podcast?
5: That's what I assumed.
2: Okay, well, you know, when, when you send an email that says, let's collab, I thought we were talking about your podcast. So, <laughs> Look, as long as we can record it, you know what I'm saying? We could do like a skit or something because uh, we didn't plan for that. Um, but anyways, we'll ask you a couple questions or whatever. We'll get it like a, a commercial from you or something. How's that, son?
5: That sounds fantastic.
2: Great. Great. You know, uh, got to keep it 100%, man. I used to be a Cardiff hater. I used to hate on Cardiff, but now I'm a Cardiff tolerator. You know what I'm saying? I tolerate him. He's, he does good content. This man puts work in you made
5: some favorable phone calls about yeah, me
2: absolutely but you got you know, my name wrong oh oh that was somebody else that's some guy named cartilage you, i don't think you know you don't know him but uh yeah dude so uh <laughs> so anyways uh we're gonna go ahead and uh just record something real quick because um we weren't planning on this but anyways well, for the video though it's it's He's recording on his side, so it won't on our side.
6: That's cool, cool, man. Caught
0: electric, the, the most famous podcast in the world today. Caught at the electric. He's so cool. Come out and play. He's the guy all the other guys are jealous of. Cause he's the guy that all the girls want to be with. Uh-huh. Cardiff Electric, the most famous podcast in the world today. He's got great guests on his show, like Dr. Steve and some other people. We love you, Cardiff.
2: <laughs> yeah wow. what's up everybody it's the man that cop on posted up in the cut like a bandit yo what up it's your boy joe audio right here
6: representing for yeah about that the podcast
2: and today we have a very special guest this man is uh single-handedly he, he has one of the most famous podcasts on the internet today why don't you introduce yourself dude
5: this is Cardiff electric the most famous podcast on the internet today
2: great man great you know we're excited to have you on and uh, we're just going to go through a couple of questions, I guess. You know what I'm saying? What's your fa- Listen, this one is a, a very personal question that I ask everybody. And you can say, you can refuse to answer, okay? But it's, what is your favorite Kool-Aid flavor? Well, it's funny you ask me that.
5: Because I don't just drink Kool-Aid. I drink Kool-Aid in sparkling water.
2: Oh wow! What? This this is this Whoa. is a game changer because I'm a fan of sparkling water. Yeah, I didn't think to mix the two.
5: Do you have a SodaStream?
2: No, unfortunately, I do not. But I do have access to one. I know somebody who has one, so maybe
5: SodaStream.com promo code Cardiff Electric for ten percent oh. off.
2: Great, dude! I'm gonna do that right now. But the grape. answer
5: is grape.
2: Ah, grape. That's good. That's a good flavor you know
5: especially um, in sparkling water
2: yeah now let me ask you another question Um, uh when you when you get a philly cheesesteak what kind of cheese do you prefer this is going to determine whether or not you're a bozo so go ahead and answer
5: so i'm assuming that you're trying to entrap me by saying provolone but uh (laughs) whiz is the only way to go
2: That's, that's right that's right man you passed the test you guys heard it here. Cardiff is no bozo.
5: What kind of Philly cheesesteaks do you get in Arizona?
2: Uh, we get the kind that uh, that got cheese Whiz. But listen, these guys are transplants from Philly. They came in, they opened a restaurant called Corleone's out here. And they're telling us that this is authentic. So I have to take their word for it. I can't confirm 100% because I've never been to Philly. Yeah, they, they played the
6: movie Rocky all day in that place. Yeah. No matter what time of day or night, you go and you you uh,
2: you'll see Rocky playing. Different, and you,
5: and you said they're transgender.
2: Uh, transplants means oh. that these folks came from Philly and they came to Arizona. You know what I'm oh. saying? I yeah. see.
5: I've been to Philadelphia.
2: Oh, so you already know the authentic cheese cheesesteak thing, right?
5: I've had both Pats, King of Steaks, and the other guys.
2: Huh? Wow. We've had none of those. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed. You know what I'm saying? I didn't expect the interview to go this way. but uh, Have you been to the D? No, I have not.
5: Uh, I'm jealous of it. You should go to the D and have a Coney Island hot dog.
2: Yeah, I heard, I heard a lot of talk about that uh, on recent episodes of another podcast I should not mention. Jay, do you have any questions for Cardiff?
6: Yeah, like at what point did you um, realize that you became the
2: most popular podcast on the planet? Most famous, oh, famous! Sorry, uh, most you. famous podcast on the internet today, Joe Audio. Please do your research before we talk to our guest. Cardiff, I apologize. It's okay.
5: Well, one day I woke up and I looked out my window, and the entire I used to be the leader of an organization called the SJ Army. Yes, and at that point, there were. Crowds of people outside my home every morning waiting (laughs) for a new episode.
2: Wow, man.
5: And it was then I realized this is what I was born to do. Yeah. I started the podcast network and I've never looked back.
2: That's very admirable. It's motivational, actually. Yeah, dude. Thank you. I want to be like that.
5: Can I ask you a question?
2: Absolutely
5: chocolate
6: or vanilla vanilla i might have to say chocolate
5: i think that's why you two get along so well
6: you're it's like a Union swirl <laughs> oh wow <laughs> man like every time you talk you blow my mind it's
2: like you're so wise how did you become so wise i read a lot of books Ah, uh, see i made the mistake i they told me i should read more i started reading magazines and then at, at a certain point I stopped reading them and I was just looking at the pictures. So my IQ went down. You know
5: what they always say about magazines.
2: Oh yeah.
5: <laughs> yep, yep. They're just softer books.
2: Oh, they are. Yeah. I, did, I, I thought I am I'm, I'm we're thinking of different things then possibly. Yeah. So Cardiff, uh, what, what is your favorite season? Um, paprika. That's a good one. You know, it go. It's very versatile. I do like yeah. a little paprika. Whatever, whatever he said.
5: Some people pap- say p- paprika, but uh-huh. I
2: don't. Yeah, you're very learned, man. I understand. Or right, you know what? I'm assuming your gender, and I apologize. But listen, um, how I about you? Thank you. How about like, all right, dude? What is your favorite episode of? um mash and what season and episode if you don't mind
5: season four episode oh.
2: eight good one a classic i was i was gonna say classic to say that. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah aj do you got any questions for Cardiff? i'm i'm running out of ideas here. i did not really prepare for this i thought we were going to cardiff's podcast so the miscommunications are abundant are in abundance oh, here can i
5: comment as well you you had told me 6 p.m arizona time Yes, but you didn't say what part of Arizona. That's why the
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
6: oh, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's very true.
2: Well, on on the
6: reservation, they do
2: have a different time. Yeah, zone. I was starting to get up. I was getting mad. I was like, "Man, Cardiff, it's on site." You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna start disrespecting Cardiff. But you know what? I I didn't say West Side Phoenix area of of Arizona, and that's my fault.
5: Hence the discrepancy in the time.
2: Absolutely, you know what you're. You're right.
6: Yeah, we, we were actually preparing to start writing a diss track, and we were going to play it, like, um, on our show. But actually, I, I prefer to listen to your music. You sounded really good on, on that song.
2: Listen, listen Cardiff, I got to be transparent. Jay Audio, he's not a fan of Who Are These Podcasts. God, so he doesn't understand the level in which you can create new. I apologize. No, that's cool, dude. That's a good song. I was jamming out.
5: I do song parodies as well.
2: Yeah, I've Very heard them. My, my favorite was uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air parody you did. It's uh... <laughs> That was a good one, dude. I, I really liked that one. It took me back to a time when life was simple yeah yo you gotta check
4: it out listen to this man all right now this is a story all about how oak's life got flipped turned into a clown it'll take just a minute if you even care i'll tell you how oak became a known in podcaster without hair out on long island he was raised spinning records at night how he got paid got an oj song he thought was cool teamed up with aunt got a house with a pool then a couple of years they was hot moved to new york the biggest radio spot they brought in jimmy and they was there to be the greatest radio show on the air. Opie got married and became a dad. After a while, shit went bad. Bam, sloppy second whispered in his ears, Come on, Opie, you should get out of here. Ant got fired and Opie moved on, till he took his camera into the bathroom. That was wrong. Whispered for a cab and when it came near, he said, Hey, can I record a podcast in here? If anything, I could say that Opie was rare, but he's just a no-name podcaster without hair. Pulled up to the spot about seven or eight and he yelled at the meter maid, Hi, doggy. He looked at his <laughs> dashboard, he was finally there to be a no-name podcaster
2: without hair. Yeah, dude, this for this fool got it, dude. Man, I'm he, telling he, you, man.
5: Now, unfortunately, due to the controversy with Mr. Smith, I removed this song from contention for the championship.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you took it off? You I'm, it off I'm
5: blocking Will Smith. So ah. I had to, I could not support him by having this song win a big contest. <laughs> but
2: yeah, that, make, that makes sense.
5: Not to toot my own horn, but I believe the line he whistled for a cab and when it came near he said, "Hey, can I record a podcast in here?" Uh-huh. is probably the greatest line in song parody contests ever.
2: Yeah, that's the one that stood out to me cuz it's it, it it's not only genius, it's actually accurate, you know, it describes who we're talking about here, OP, you know. Yes. That, I, I don't know. My brain doesn't work like that. That's why it's it's catching up slowly. But you know, okay. I'm sure in a few days I'll get it.
5: You make very good phone calls, though.
2: Thank you, dude. Thank you, dude. Oh man. So, um, Jay, do you have another question? I, I, we, let's just drag this on for another couple hours. You got any more questions, Jay?
6: Um. Okay. Let's see here. So, um, in regards to your music, because I was actually very impressed. Um have you considered collaborating with other greats such as like I don't know like Weird Al or something like that are are you prefer to work solo
5: My creative process generally leans towards solo work but I would be willing to sharing the glory with another artist so to speak Are you
6: offering Um that's a possibility we we do music over here too so that's, uh, that's not too far out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah,
5: it's, it's convenient that someone named Joe Audio also does music.
6: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, uh, that's my bread and butter, actually.
2: You know, it, it was an accident. He got the nickname Joe Audio, but he really made something of it.
5: Congratulations.
2: Thank you. Don't, don't encourage him, Cardiff. Uh, okay, so uh, I got another question here. This, right. this way just this, this is this is very personal and you can you you don't have to answer this
5: cardiff is an open book
2: oh, okay great do you generally leave a tip when you go to a restaurant absolutely wow see this is where joe audio would disagree with you but i i i do admire that why joe why
6: Uh, Well, to be uh, to honest, um, I I I don't think a a tip is required or mandatory. Like so, like it, it would be part of your bill if 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 it was required or mandatory. But I'm willing to tip if the person is, you know, friendly, kind of like shows that they care, puts a little effort into it. You know, even if the order takes hours, whatever takes a long time. As long as they're checking in saying, you know, I'm sorry about that. Your, your order is taking a little longer. Then I'll tip and I'll tip generously. But if they don't um, show any effort, then they get no dollars. I, I don't tip pity tip. It's they define have to work for it.
5: Define generously.
6: Um, I don't 4%. <laughs> I don't necessarily um do a percentage. So I'll do like a, a, a whole dollar amount. Depending on what it is, probably, if I had to say a percentage, about 30%.
5: That is a generous tip. Yeah. But the American culture has deemed that tipping is part of the bargain. It's factored into the wages that the serving staff are generally paid. Now, a culture like Japan does not accept tipping so servers are paid a higher wage i would suggest you would be very comfortable
2: in japan yeah <laughs> great you know, that's not a, that's that actually sounds like a good idea yeah Jay, you should you should leave pretty much because cardiff i tip all the time okay at least 20 percent. doesn't matter if they're the worst in the world because i understand people might have a bad day you know what i'm saying they're, you know, I, I just try to think about it From uh, their perspective Also, I'm very considerate
5: Now, do you mind if I get a little Controversial On your show?
2: Racist? Go ahead, absolutely, we encourage it Well I do not feel
5: I should be encouraged To tip when Purchasing takeout So the tip jars at The pizza place Bother me a
2: little
6: bit. Ah, oh, yeah. I I 100% agree with this this statement, and I I refuse to tip in those situations, 100% of the time. I've never left a tip. Um, the only time I've ever considered leaving a tip at one of those um was this like little Mexican restaurant where the food was awesome, and I went there repeatedly because of the food, but I still didn't leave a tip.
5: What did you eat?
6: Uh, I like to eat uh like carne carne asada tacos or burritos so and that's all they really served there so i mean that's that's what i got and i, I really liked their salsa because it was nice and hot and had a good flavor
5: mmm
2: hot salsa yeah <laughs> cardiff do you like mexican food yes what is your favorite Mexican dish if you don't mind if this is getting too personal you can stop the interview at any time but what well, like what what is your favorite Mexican dish
5: Nacho supreme
2: that is good I I like I go for the nacho Bel Grande myself but nacho Supremes are good
5: now back in the day I hope you're sitting down <laughs> yes I know. they used to make
2: a double decker taco. Oh man, Uh, that takes me back. Hold on, on. everybody, everybody relax. When about when was this? When you say back in the day,
5: two thousand and four.
2: I just had gotten out of high school at two thousand four, so I didn't know what was what. Mm -hmm. I was new to the world. I was seventeen years old, graduated from high school. A hard taco, Mm -hmm.
5: smothered in refried beans. And wrapped Ooh. in a soft taco.
2: Say it slower. I can't. <laughs> man, that that not with, not with that attitude. That was heaven back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh Cardiff, do you have any plugs?
5: Patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna sign up for that really soon. Uh probably on Friday when I get paid, just to make sure. I support.
5: I do have a tier that you might be interested in. I'm listening. It's called the podcast school, the Cardiff Electric Podcast School. Uh Uh-huh. And if you sign up for that tier, yeah, I will personally review your podcast and make it better.
2: You know what? That's right up my alley. I'm I'm looking for feedback. Yeah. I think Uh, it's
5: only $89.99.
2: That's not it a oh, man, that. yeah, that's tight. Yeah, so you think you don't know for sure? <laughs> I
5: have people that do that for me.
2: Yeah. Oh
6: yeah. Dude. When you when, when you're that big, you don't do things by yourself.
2: That's good. Yeah.
6: Now that makes sense. Now.
2: Minions. And I apologize for laughing at that, but it just seems also. To
5: yeah, I would assume that many of your listeners are men. Uh, so, yeah. I have something for them. If they go to manscape.com and use promo code Cardiff Electric, they'll get 10% off the lawnmower 2.0. Promo code Cardiff Electric.
2: Sounds great, dude. Yeah, I thought they were on the
6: 4.0 now. Is this a clearance item or something? Yeah.
2: It doesn't matter.
5: I've struck up a deal to clear out their obsolete inventory.
2: Ah, makes sense. I'm about to use that. That's good, man. You know, uh, (laughs) Cardiff, I hate to be the guy to say this, but we're pretty hungry over here, man. We ordered pizza. We're gonna go get that. And so we're gonna end really soon, about two minutes from now, okay?
5: Before you let me go. Yes. What is Arizona pizza like?
2: We're getting it from Corleone's. The people that came from Philly. It's pretty good. Um, whoa. Whoa. Whoa.
5: You're you're getting your pizza from the Philly cheesesteak place?
2: Yeah, you see, out here there's no discretion as far as um, like a specialty place. It's it's they do pizza, they do all kinds of sandwiches and they're they're trying to do all kinds of things over there, and they—they they all come out pretty good. Hmm. Do you this also? Arizona?
5: Do you also get an oil change from
2: your pharmacist? Uh, well, <laughs> depends on what pharmacist, street pharmacist, yeah. But the guy at Walgreens, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You should me. have a pizza guy, and you should
5: have a cheesesteak guy. They just shouldn't be the same guy.
2: I know Cardiff, but live, let me tell you this is Arizona bro we don't we don't know the East Coast rules, man well we we do have
6: one spot here that originated in Arizona called Peter Piper Pizza oh and, yeah, and that that I would say if we had to choose one to represent Arizona, it would be Peter Piper Pizza, yeah um some people don't like it, um but it's Arizona homegrown i I don't know how to explain it. It's not like a New York pizza, it's not like a Chicago pizza it's better it's uh yeah it's it's we grew up on this so
5: the local flavor yes. is what i'm after
2: yes yes Peter then, piper pizza yeah peter piper pizza
6: and can uh,
5: i say go ahead that you two are local flavor you want to taste me Carter? <laughs> i think i might be acquiring your podcast to my network
2: you know what well, we're open to big, negotiations yeah. man you know what i'm saying i'm out here um We were grossly unprepared for this. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, but I think it came out good. Okay. I think so. I'm gonna promote this all over, dude.
5: Keep up the good calls, keep up the good podcast. Joe Audio, I approve.
6: Yes. All right. That's that's, that's, here too. That's uh, the best thing. All
2: right. Well, we'll see you guys. Uh Cardiff Electric, thank you for coming on and uh thank you for doing this with us you know we are greatly appreciative the pleasure was all
5: mine gentlemen
6: great
2: thank you all right man um could you send us
6: the video that you're (laughs) recording because i couldn't (laughs) record it on my end and uh in order for us to play it on the podcast
5: i don't have video but i can send you a picture
6: well because we had the video because the video stream right now is uh, I mean, yeah, send a picture. But the video stream right now is is it says it's recording on your end, and that has our our faces on there. That I can do. Okay, cool. That yeah, that's all <laughs> that's
2: all we need really for just for us. <laughs> hey Carter, yeah, dude. Uh, have a good night, man. I know it's like nine, almost ten o'clock over there. I don't know.
5: Thank you, gentlemen. I, I appreciate know. you, Paco.
2: I I appreciate you harder, dude. All right, later. Farewell. All right. Bye.
1: Turn it off. Hey, here comes my neighbor, Sandy. What's going on, Sandy? Hey, Gary. How you doing? I'm here because I heard something. You've got a big bet going on with Stuttering John. What's that all about? Yeah, I got a $2,000 bet going on with Howie Mandel. Uh, I don't think Stuttering John's going to make it to Washington, D.C. to be successful, and he does. So that's the bet. (laughs) Sounds like a good bet to me. Hey, put me in for $10,000. I'll go for that. Are you sure you want to bet that kind of money? That's a big bet. I do. I do. (laughs) Okay, I got you for 10 and Howie for 2. Just remember, he's got to be successful. He's got to go and be successful, meaning he's got to interview a lot of Republicans. Okay, Sandy, your bet is booked. Hey, Cardiff, your old pal Gary here in San Diego. Well, self-proclaimed millionaire and professional fake laugher, Stuttering John, is desperate, I say desperate, to find a free place to stay in Washington, D.C. He doesn't want to open up his coin purse. He's a multimillionaire, but he doesn't want to spend any of his own money. He's looking to stay with a listener. even tried Glenn Kirshner. Glenn turned him down. says, I don't want anybody with sleep apnea and a CPAP machine making a lot of noise while I'm trying to sleep. So John's desperately looking for a place to stay for free in Washington, D.C. He's a freeloader, that's for sure. Hey, Cardiff. It looks like old Stuttering John is starting to weasel his way out of maybe going to Washington. On his March 11th podcast, he indicated that Doug Z. Goodstein, who is going to be his producer for the audiovisual section of his DC trip, is kind of backing out. Doug Goodstein's too sick, and he hasn't been able to get a crew to help John out. So John appears to be going without a crew. Without an audio-visual crew. I don't know how he's going to pull this off. He doesn't have an audio-visual crew, and he doesn't have a place to stay. All he's got is Gonzo going to be his bodyguard. That's going to be pretty interesting. Staying with nobody, but still having a bodyguard.
5: Master Yoda, I am
0: listening you are to the world-famous Cardiff Electric Podcast. On the Internet today, one of the most famous podcasts.
1: Hey, Cardiff. It's coming down to crunch time for Stuttering John. He said he's going to D.C. before the end of April. And he's got 12 days left. So I don't know what's happening. He isn't talking about it much. Uh, I've got two bets going. One with Howie Mandel and one with my neighbor Sandy. I say he won't make it. They think he will. It's really down to crunch time. I don't think he has a room to stay in. I don't think he's got a press pass. And I don't think he has an audiovisual crew. So is he just going to go there and wing it? That could be the case. That's usually the stuttering John way. Just go somewhere and wing it. Hope for the best. Boy, it's really coming down to crunch time. I hope he doesn't bottom out. Hey, Cardiff, here's a riddle for you. When he goes to Florida to do a comedy gig, he never gets a room because there's a freeloader. Guess who it is? That's the riddle. Cardiff, this is the week. John is going to Washington, D.C. He said it on his most recent podcast. He's guaranteed it. And he's uh, got a camera crew, if you can believe that. The only problem is he doesn't have anywhere. Well, he does have somewhere to stay, but he's complaining and it's going to cost him $300 a night. I hope that doesn't interfere with his interviewing Republicans. He doesn't really guarantee that he's going to interview Republicans. He's kind of backing off on that. He doesn't get any press credentials, and he's not sure how he's going to do. He actually seems a little bit anxious. Other than the fact that he's going with a camera crew, he doesn't have much planned. We'll see. By next week, he'll either flop on his face or be a huge success. What do you think it'll be?
3: hey cardiff uh great episode lately with that uh that fucking potato guy i don't know i mean when carl first showed that it kind of bummed me out because that shit's just like there's something really dark about a potato simp for a bunch of nobody 40 year old women anyways uh yeah so you brought some lightness to the infinite void that is just that shit was downer um i have nothing else to say Don't call me back. Oh, shit. You know, I totally forgot uh, why I originally called in. Not to talk about that stupid potato simp. Uh, Yeah, so I'm leaving the Home Depot near John's house. And I just realized he's been using the same stand-up act for, like, 30 years. You think he'd have a new joke or something. I don't know. Maybe you should help him write some. I mean, you guys have a working relationship, right? Okay, don't call me back.
2: Oh, oh, oh!
6: scary kids pull the string pull the string
0: you're listening to the Karloff podcast a podcast about evil cars carloff <laughs> does not deserve to smell my shit
1: Hey, Cardiff. Before going to Washington, D.C., John assured his audience of two things. Number one, he was going to be a professional. Number two, he was going to be relentless. Well, as far as professional, throw that out the window. He never even did the first thing of a pro. He never even identified who he was talking to. Like, who are you and what district do you represent? Now, uh, as far as being a professional, he was unwilling to hire a professional camera crew. That never happened. He used Craigslist. And as far as being relentless, no, he didn't do that. He said he was going to ask questions and follow them up. Well, in fact, he asked, let me continue. As far as being relentless, he said if he met Kevin McCarthy, he was going to ask him a question. If Kevin didn't answer, he's going to chase him down. Well, he didn't do that. He asked, he met, he claims, three Republicans of the Capitol Hill Club, never identified a one. When they asked him, when he he asked them questions and they didn't answer, he just folded his tent and said, okay, good enough, thanks. That was the extent of his interview. If you could encapsulate how his interviews went, how his D.C. trip went, he said it was garbage. I say it was a failure. Hey, Cardiff, just got back from a short road trip, went all the way to Westlake Village and Brent's Delhi this morning, saw Howie Mandel there for brunch. Brian Cranston couldn't make it today, just Howie Mandel. Howie was a little anxious. He said, okay, I paid you your $2,000, but you got to give me a chance to win my money back. I said, sure, I'm up for that. What's, what's your idea? He says, well, let's go double or nothing. Uh, let's go for four thousand, and uh, I'll bet that Stuttering John makes it to uh, Washington D.C. for a successful trip by the end of the year. I mean.